Welcome everyone, this is Kevy Kev of Clapback. If you would like to correspond with Clapback and become a part of the Clapback Nation, do so at clapback770 at gmail.com. I want to thank you for tuning in and being part of this podcast. I want you to follow, subscribe, and like. We can be heard on many of your podcast platforms, so make sure that you subscribe and follow us, email us. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our shows and be a part of the dialogue, please email me at clapback770 at gmail.com. Now today for these brief moments, I want to deal with a very sensitive issue. Many of you have seen, whether it's through the newscast or Facebook Live or whatever social media that you've been watching, You've seen another African-American gun down in the streets of Philadelphia. And this particular shooting is very controversial because depending upon what prism that you look uh, at this particular situation, you will make your judgments. Now, I am not one that is necessarily a proponent of police officers and police departments because in my experiences, I have seen more police officers abuse their liberties than have not. I've seen police officers that uh, take the fact that they feel uh, without understanding that you as a citizen don't know the law. And in many cases, they will stretch the law and try to use the law in their favor. We've seen on many instances, even with celebrities, uh, we have the video on Facebook where Offset um, was accosted by the police officers and arrested, or not necessarily arrested, but he was handcuffed and taken, taken out of his car and, and handcuffed. But according to the video that we've seen, um, it is stated in that particular video that a Trump supporter hit his car with a flag. But based upon the report that was given, the police officers decided to take the side of the people that reported the incident and place him in handcuffs. But later, um, they did release him. And I do believe that someone else that was with him was uh, detained and arrested for having a firearm. In many cases, we see where police officers, when they cannot charge an individual for the crime at hand, they then will drum up some other charge to place on the record as to uh, justifying their reason for arresting the individual. And in many cases, the police department and the fraternal order of police will always, in most cases, support their police officer, even in the wrong. You have a lot of people that say respect the police and the authority, but we have to get to the place where we understand that respect is both ways. And I don't know if any of you have ever been stopped by a police officer, but the manner in which their entire demeanor is, is very confrontational. No matter who they stop, at least in the African-American community, there's an assumption of guilt without even an investigation. And the manner in which they talk to us, the manner in which they discuss issues with us, uh, they talk to us, grown men, as though we're children and boys. And of course, that is going to cause friction because no one wants to be disrespected. No one wants to be treated less than a man. 
but we see this all too often. And so here it is when you have a situation where possibly, uh, and we'll get into it, but possibly there is the appearance of a justifiable shooting. Now, I made a uh, post on Facebook and I asked about the Philadelphia issue, and that's what I'm going to talk about in the remaining moments that I'm dealing with. Um, So I want to deal with that. So um, one of the things I I made a posting on Facebook and and I asked the question and I stated Philadelphia and I asked the question, when is it ever considered a, a, a legitimate shooting? When is there ever a legitimate shooting or police action shooting that is justified in the eyes of the public? Because no doubt from where we stand, the majority of police shootings are not justifiable. We have seen incidents where black and brown people are shot in the back, shot without weapons. We have seen where police officers come on the scene and they're already agitated, but when they come on the scene of the same type of scene with white people or non-people of color, there seems to be the ability to talk them down and to reason with them. But from what I've seen in this particular incident, and I made the statement that if we want justice, we have to be able to be objective and we have to be fair. So from what I've seen and what I know of this incident in Philadelphia, this is what I do know. I know that it is stated that the young man was committing some type of domestic violence and the police officers were called. When the police officers arrived to the scene, They say that his mother was begging the police officers not to shoot and kill. We then see a video where the police officers are on the scene. They're trying to calm the uh, potential victim down, or not the victim, but the perpetrator down. They haven't uh, accosted him. They haven't really approached him. They don't have him in handcuffs. They haven't jumped him. Other officers are coming to the scene. Uh, The young man has a knife in his hand and he's walking around and he's walking away from the police officers. Uh, He then goes around cars that are parked. And when he comes back around, he charges the police officers with knife in hand. Now, some of the people in the comment section are speaking to the fact that he possibly had a mental illness. Now, my response to that is... I don't know many of us, regardless of whether they had a mental issue or not, if we were in the street and someone was coming toward us with a knife, that we wouldn't have defended ourselves. And if we had a firearm, we would not have taken them down. So the question remains is that if you as a reasonable citizen, because as I've stated in some of the comments that I uh, read, commented on with some of the people it is documented that we as african-americans we've killed people over a jacket over a pair of tennis shoes when air jordans first came out over necklaces and jewelry we've killed people over minor things in our neighborhoods still today we kill people over how they look at us whether or not they disrespect us or we feel disrespected. Now, if we look at this situation, 
are we saying that this is an unjustifiable shooting because law enforcement did it? Because some of the comments that people are saying is that, well, because he had a mental illness, the police officers should have taken more time. They should have used a taser. Well, to my understanding, again, from what I've been able to ascertain, this particular police department or precinct, they didn't have tasers. So tasers were not an option. Now, if if tasers were not an option and they were not given a taser, then how can you put the blame on the officer? The fact that the individual may have a mental condition, in my opinion, even exacerbates the situation because if a person has a mental illness and they're going through an episode, they're more likely to hurt you than someone who doesn't have a mental illness. And so again, I know, me personally, if I was in the street and someone was coming at me with a knife, I wouldn't be stopping to think, I need to get a mental health counselor to the scene. I wouldn't be thinking to myself, well, this person has a mental illness. I would be thinking, this person is coming to me or at me, toward me, with an object that can do damage to me and hurt me. Now moves us to the next point, and that is many people are saying, well, if they were going to shoot him, why didn't they shoot him in the leg? Now my response to that is, and as harsh as it may be seeming, and I want to say again, I'm sorry for the loss of this young black man's life, and I'm sorry for the pain his family is going through, but I own firearms, and in any type of firearm training, they teach you if you pull your weapon to shoot, You're not pulling to wound, you're pulling to kill. The places that they teach you to shoot when you go to target practice, you're shooting at target areas that will not only put the individual down, but will take them out. So just because a police officer is wearing a uniform, why do we expect them to do what we wouldn't do? So then the next question is asked, Well, why did they have to each fire seven shots? Again, when you're shooting your gun, discharging your firearm, you shoot until the clip is done or until you think the person has been subdued and is no longer a threat. Now, you have to understand bullets come out of your chamber within seconds. You can empty a clip within seconds, okay? Not only do you have the heightened situation that someone is coming after you with a knife. You have all these other people screaming around you. You have his mother screaming. You already know that you came up on a scene of an accident, of of a situation where domestic violence was taking place. So there was already violence that had taken place. We have to allow our police officers to protect themselves because just as we have a right to go home, they have a right to go home. And we should not judge every police officer, although I believe that a vast majority of the culture of policing is anti-black and is not uh, empathetic to the black community. We cannot judge every police officer by the actions of those that we see in the media. I have a friend who was traveling back from Atlanta, back to Arizona, and he told me on his way back, he's in, um, I believe, New Mexico, and there's a snowstorm and A car passed him up and knocked him off into a ravine. And he said there was a Hispanic police officer and two white police officers that stopped 
and work for hours so that he wouldn't have to pay for a record to come and get him out. They made sure he was out of the ditch. They helped him. And he said it was cold, a bunch of snow. They helped him and then gave him directions to a hotel so that he could spend the night there in Albuquerque. You see, there are some police officers that do good. So then the question becomes, how do we as a community look at these incidents and hold accountable those that are abusing their powers versus those that don't? You see, some of the instances that we get in with these police officers that lead to the police shootings, we really have to go back to the beginning of the situation and look at what caused us to be in that situation in the beginning. What what caused me? Because, you know, in most of the situations, you don't have just situations where there are some situations where you can be out with your friends and police just come up and they start a bunch of mess. We've all seen the video with the young children that were standing on the uh, bus line waiting for the bus to go home in New York and the police came and harassed them. But in most cases, if you're not doing anything, you're not going to be accosted by the police officer. It's when you're doing something or you're, you know, a bunch of guys hanging around a liquor store or whatever it may be. So you have to ask yourself the question, what have we done to initiate? And this is no justification for the end result. But what if we were doing something more productive that didn't put ourselves in a situation if for instance, you know you have associates that are drug dealers. Why would you be over their house? Why would you be in a car with a known associated gang member, drug dealer? Because just because you can doesn't mean that you have to. And so if you're pulled over, if you know that I'm a drug dealer and you're hanging with me and we get pulled over, the situation that is was caused was caused by the bad actions and decisions that me as a drug dealer made and you as as a person who decided to ride in a car with someone you know that sells drugs because at any time there's a potential stop because you don't know if the feds are watching them you don't know if the food and drug administration the dea whoever uh, the local police department the sheriff department you don't know if if this person has sold drugs to an informant and they're watching him and just happens to be the day that you're in the car that you're accosted now, when these situations happen, because of what's in our mind, sometimes we become heightened and we heighten the situation because we're angry that we're being talked to a certain way and what have you. Again, there's no justification for the end result of the police because they have to be accountable for their actions. But in this situation, I kind of see it differently because again, I don't know anyone that would have stopped and said, this young man has a mental issue and I'm going to wait for a health worker to come and diagnose him as this man is running toward you with a knife that could take your life or potentially hurt your life forever, change your life forever. If you didn't have a gun, you would have done everything in your power to make sure you went home. Survival mode kicks in. And I think in this instance, if we're ever going to have justice for black people, we as black people, African-Americans, we must judge right when right is right and we must condemn wrong when wrong is wrong. Now, I don't know all of the ins and outs of the story. Of course, we only get bits and pieces. And to all of you that are out there videoing, please learn how to hold your camera still 
when you're moving your camera, it may not seem like much to you, but the end result of you just trying to show everything <coughs> and having your camera instead of on the issue, you have it pointed down a little bit toward the ground or whatever you're doing, these videos are not helping a lot. If you're gonna video a situation, please hold your camera still and video it and don't worry about trying to be involved in the narration, just let it play because that could come back to help somebody in the future. But I think that we have to take this situation and we have to be very, very careful and we must say that not every police, fatal police shooting or police shooting is wrong. Uh, we cannot say that every time a police kills a citizen or a black citizen, that that particular killing, uh, shooting was not a justifiable shooting. There are times when justifiably a, a police officer has to pull their service re revolver their, their service weapon and use it for the protection of their life. So I see this situation totally different. Uh, please make comments on whatever platform you're on. Email me at clapback770gmail.com with your comments. Uh, we'll look at your comments and maybe come back and have a discussion. If you have a different viewpoint on this message, email me. You can become uh, on the show with us. We will have a conversation with you and let everyone hear your point of view. Maybe I'm looking at it from a wrong point of view. I'm open to change. Uh, but again, this is someone who tries to be very objective. I lean more toward the citizen than the police officer because my experience is that police have brutalized our communities. But I believe in this particular Philadelphia incident, incident that this was a justifiable shooting and it is not like the George Floyd or um, the uh, Breonna Taylor situation, nothing like that. Hey, I want to thank you for this opportunity to come and share with you. Again, become a part of the Clapback Nation, Clapback Nation by following us, liking us, subscribing on whatever podcast platform you're using. Share it on your social media, your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, your TikTok, whatever social media platforms you utilize. Please help us to build the Clapback Nation, become a part of the discussion. Email me again at clapback770 gmail.com. Until next time, remember, it is time to clap back.